Good morning. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. I have taken a super long hiatus from JQLM Radio, but I'm back. And I'm so glad to be back with you on on JQLM Radio. I'm excited about what we're doing at the radio station. I am refreshed. I'm ready to go. We have a new format for the show. And those of you that began uh, listening to me uh, back in 2018, we are now back. And this is roughly the two-year mark of me starting the radio show to begin with. And now we have a new format. And I'm so excited to be back with my JQLM Radio family. I want to say thank you to Lady J and all the Mark B and everybody else at JQLM Radio for allowing me to come back and share my thoughts and views during a time uh, when we really need good media. We need good honest conversation about the things that are going on in our community so i'm excited to be back live on jqlm radio back with the family uh back a part of uh what we got going on jqlm radio uh and i'm just excited to be back um those of you that are watching me live on youtube and facebook um i appreciate you stopping in to hang out with me as well i would ask that if you're on youtube please um please like and subscribe to the youtube channel um, not only will you get my radio shows, but you'll get some of the other um, private content that I post of uh, music, my sister and my brother and other things that we have going on. Um, also on Facebook, it will be the same thing. A lot of that same content will be um, uploaded there. And if you want to find me anywhere on social media, all you have to do is at me at Kendall R. Wyatt 13. Kendall R. Wyatt 13, and you can find me on all social media platforms. All right. Let's get into the show, you all. Today, I want to talk about a few things um, to get the show started. And I'm going to tell you something. Um, I was over the weekend, something just absolutely caught me off guard. I was looking at um, a, a article about Donald Trump and his administration. And they started talking about all of the scandals that Donald Trump's administration has gone through, all of the scandals that they that they've gone through. And as you and as I started looking at these scandals, it was mind boggling to me just how many scandals this dude has been in. It was mind boggling to me just how many times This guy and his administration and people around it have been involved in some buffoonery. And the reason why I'm bringing this up as my first topic going back live on the radio is because of the fact that there are people who still legitimately think that Donald Trump is doing a good job. And I have no idea how they can come to that conclusion. (laughs) I have no idea how they can come to the conclusion that Donald Trump is doing a good job. I don't know how that's possible. How, how, how can you convince yourself that Donald Trump is doing such a fantastic, superb job? Watch this. Watch this. I, and and, I, and, I, and I, I was looking at an article, and they started talking about all of the controversies and the scandals and the things that would have brought down any other presidency. They talked about all the number of times that Donald Trump either broke the law or someone connected to him broke the law. Or they just completely disregard social norms as it pertains to the president of the United States. Watch this list. In 2018, there was a scandal at the Brussels summit. In 2018, there was a Donald Trump made a comment about uh, the way to stop forest fires was to rake the forest floor. In 2018, uh, Washington, uh, the, the Washington Veterans Day uh, Parade, uh, Donald Trump, typically you would salute the troops as you go by. He had his feet propped up on the edge <laughs> of a box that he was sitting in. 2019, Turkish offensive into northern uh, northeastern Syria. We talked about that Friday on the pre-taping of the show where he allowed Turkey to go into northern Syria where the Kurds had been. The Kurds in northern Syria, it's a it's a it's a ethnic group of Muslims in the Middle East and the Kurds in the first Gulf War 
in Afghanistan and in the second Iraq war, the Kurds stood with us for more than 30 years to fight alongside of us. Some of them dying alongside of us on the battlefield. And he walked off and left them 24 hours, left those Kurdish fighters to fend for themselves. And they were slaughtered by Turkey. In 2020, they were trying to add a census question to the census report about citizenship. When the Constitution says that you don't, you're not, it doesn't, the, the census is not about citizenship, it's about persons in the United States. Not about how many citizens are in the United States, how many persons, how many living bodies are in the United States of America. And you would ask, well, why would they, why does that even matter? The reason why it matters is because there are, there are, there are people from, from African nations that are, that are immigrants. There are people from Asian nations that are immigrants. There are people from Hispanic nations that are immigrant and those people won't be counted, but they are a part of our community. There was the, the noir scandal. There is him constantly talking about alternative facts. There was the American Manufacturing Council scandal. There was uh, um, uh, all of the short-term political appointees. Uh, Steve, uh, what was his name? Uh, Mooch. Mooch, what was his name? The the Mooch. He was was temporarily for 10 days. For 10 days, he was the press secretary, uh, the the secretary of the press for 10 days (laughs) before a scandal came up with him and he had to get rid of him. There was a 2020 Baghdad International Airport strike that killed um, General Soleimani. Ben Carson's office being furnished with $130,000 worth of furnishing. He put $130,000 worth of furniture in his house. There was Bikers for Trump, a, 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 a radical right-wing motorcycle club that... Beat, nearly beat to death a gay couple. There was the the Bowling Green massacre. Then seeing then then Trump and his hatred for CNN. Then there was Michael Cohen, his 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 uh his former attorney that's now spending time in prison. There was the consolidated consolidated appropriations act of 2018, <laughs> the conspiracy that that related to uh the Trump Ukraine scandal that he got impeached for. There was the Kofi fee uh, um, scandal, Stormy Daniels, data rescue, Donald, Trump, Donald Trump's disclosure of classified information to the Russians, <laughs> the dismissal of James Comey, the dismissal of Sally Yates, the dismissal of the U.S. attorneys in 2017 because they started looking into Russia. I, and and what's crazy is I put the link in the description. This is this is all of these are in they are in alphabetical order on Wikipedia. And all the scandals I just named to you, I'm on the letter D. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. All of the, the the inappropriate executive order. Donald Trump got in front of his got in front of his buddies and handed out the fake news awards the the family separation uh thing that that Donald Trump was doing putting babies in dog cages I mean I can go on and on and on the the Eddie Gallagher situation the the Navy seal that murdered a an unarmed 12 year old little girl in Iraq and was arrested by the Navy. And sentenced to life in jail because he murdered an innocent 12-year-old girl. Donald Trump pardoned him. Why? <laughs> then, there, then, there, then there is Donald Trump's ban on Muslim and African nations. And when he, he referred to them as shithole countries. Don't say shit. Kendall, you're a preacher. That's what your president said. <laughs> Those of you that keep supporting the president, your president said that. He said it. There was the Kremlin, uh, the, the, the private meeting that he had with Vladimir Putin. There was the Brett Kavanaugh thing. Brett Kavanaugh was accused of, 
of of raping a girl in high school when he was drunk and then sticking his penis in the face of another girl when he was in college and then grabbing a woman around her throat and licking her on her cheek when he was an adult in Washington, D.C., working on the staff of Antonin Scalia. Then there is the uh, um, $230,000 betting debt that Brett Kavanaugh had in Atlantic City. I mean, come on. <laughs> there was how can you don't you remember how he handled Hurricane Maria? He's throwing paper towels to people who have lost everything like he's shooting baskets. This is your president. How can you tell me he's doing a good job? And, and th- all the things I just named, I'm at M. Because in the in the comment section, in the comment section of Facebook and YouTube, if you go to my page, you'll see the link to the Wikipedia. They have all of his scandals in alphabetical order. I have spent 12 minutes of my first segment talking about Donald Trump's scandals, and I'm only on letter M. He's not doing a good job. Loose hair devil. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JKLM Radio. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. And now without further ado, Memphis, put your hands together as we receive the pastor of the Victory Cathedral Worship Center, Spooky Norfolk!
Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. Are you or someone you know struggling with relationships, overcoming abuse, addiction, or suicidal thoughts, or even life challenges in general? Then the Life Support Book Series and Life Support Company is for you. You can purchase the Life Support Book Series on Amazon, Kindle, or www.ladyj.co. To find out more about how the Life Support Company can help you or your youth groups, contact Jacqui Morrow at 317-886-0296 or visit the website at www.ladyj.co. And remember, I'm possible, you're possible. We're all possible. Welcome back. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. You can get the JQLM Radio app by going to the Google Play Store and searching for JQLM. You can also get JQLM Radio on TuneIn and Streama by simply looking for JQLM. If you want to find any podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, whether it's Apple, Google, SoundCloud, wherever you get it, you can find not only my show, but every show from JQLM Radio. And I appreciate y'all for hanging out with your boy today. This is my first day back on the radio, uh, officially back. And it's so good to be back. It's your big brother, your little brother, your godson, your grandson, your uncle, your neighbor down the street, the dude you sat in U.S. history class with, your friendly neighborhood pastor, and your old summer fling. Whoever I am to you. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, but that's good, Doc, with Kendall Wyatt on J.K. Ellen Radio. I'm so glad to be back during this very critical time in our nation's history. All right, getting back to the conversation. Getting back into the conversation. So I want to point out, so I was reading another article, y'all. Um, this is from the Associated Press. Uh, and um, this, this <sighs> another one of those scandals of Donald Trump. I talked about all this. I talked about the scan some of the scandals of Donald Trump's presidency y'all we are only three years in <laughs> he's only been president officially since January 15th of 2017 we are just three years in I named about 30 scandals that were in alphabetical order and I only got to the letter M one of those scandals was a couple of weeks ago, the inspector general, uh, the person that is responsible for making sure that things are done in a fair and adequate uh, way, an equal way. The inspector general of the SBA, the Small Business Administration, was terminated two weeks ago. Now, <clears throat> this didn't get a lot of news because of the coronavirus, but he fired the inspector general of the SBA. Why is that important, Kendall? Because there was $350 billion, in the words of Donald Trump, my friend, they'll tell me don't call him a nigga, so I won't call him a nigga. My friend Donald Trump, my friend, $350 billion of money was supposed to be going to businesses, small businesses, and to businesses in general to make sure that they do not fire people. And there are companies that I know of specifically, like 
a company that's near and dear to me because it's ran by one of my best friends in the world, Precise Take, Entertain, uh, Precise Take Media. So if you ever need something multimedia, you need your wedding recorded, you need headshots for business, I encourage you to go on the internet and look up Precise Take. Very dear friend of mine runs that company. But he is having trouble getting his SBA loan. Why do you ask? Well, because they ran out of money. Why did they run out of money, Kendall? They ran out of money because companies like Ruth Chris, Ruth Chris got $16 million. Ruth Chris got $16 million in relief. Y'all, why does Ruth Chris need $16 million in relief? But this is the reason why you fire the IG. You fire the IG because the IG is going to say, uh, I don't think Ruth Chris needs $16 million. <laughs> so you don't like that if you're Donald Trump because you're a crook, right? So you fire the IG. You fire him because he's going to hold everyone accountable. He's going to make sure that the money actually gets where it's supposed to go. And you know how it works in the Trump administration. If someone's going to do something that's contrary to what Donald Trump wants to personally accomplish, he fires you. Or he calls you the fake media. Or he refers to you as they're not my people. He runs the federal government like a weak, I almost cussed, oh Lord, the Lord will catch you, won't he? Like a soft, weak, <laughs> fake New York gangster. That's how he runs the, the federal government. And I want to, and so you fire the IG to make sure that your friends get money instead of small businesses like Precise Take, which is a great company. I encourage you, go on Instagram, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, and look, go on the, go on the web and look for a precise take. If you need headshots, you need a video to memorialize a loved one, you need somebody to video record your wedding or your retirement celebration in high quality, I encourage you to go to precise take. But this, this is from the Associated Press. And let me read this to you. This is from Hope Yen. And this is what it says. Trump and Congress near a deal on small business and hospital aid. Um, the Trump administration and Congress expect an agreement Monday on an aid package of up to $450 billion to boost a small business loan program that has run out of money <laughs> and add funds for hospitals and COVID-19 testing. As talks continue, President Donald Trump said there's a good chance of reaching a bipartisan agreement with the Democrats. We are very close to a deal, Trump said on Sunday at the White House. Along with the small business boost, Trump said the negotiations... We're looking at helping our hospitals, quote unquote, particularly hard hit uh, rural health care providers. And let me, let me let me talk about that for a second. This is one of the reasons why I'm confused. I'm confused by Negroes who don't vote. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute in my last segment. But I'm also confused by poor whites in this country. Your rural hospitals are having as much, if not more trouble than inner city hospitals. But it goes all the way back to the Southern strategy of the Republican Party that dates all the way back to the day that Lyndon Johnson signed the, the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act, respectively. White folks fled away from the Democratic Party and went to the Republican Party. So those of you to say, well, well, Martin Luther King was a Republican. That was a different Republican Party. But the strategy, Dr. King laid it out so beautifully. And, and, and if you're poor and white, if you're a working class white person, you, you're, and you're listening to me, if, if you are, if somebody shares this with you and, you're, and you made it this far into the show and you're working at a gas station in, in rural Alabama, you're trying, to, you're trying to provide for your entire family on $9 an hour. And your wife or your girlfriend or your or your or, or your uh, your fiance, she works at the local grocery store making eight dollars an hour. 
I want to I want to help you to understand something. Dr. King laid this out so beautifully when he said, never mind the fact that you can't buy a top hat. Never mind the fact that you can't afford to get your shoes shined. Never mind the fact that you can't afford to send your kids to college. Never mind the fact that you live in poverty, that you have a tin roof. The way they pacify you is they say you they, they say to you, at least you're not one of them. At least you're not a Negro. And they do that so they can keep you right where you are, because rural hospitals where mostly white folks are, y'all's hospitals are in worse shape than inner city hospitals. Most rural areas, most most areas of this country that have that have cornfields do not have high speed Internet. You gonna let them do that to you? So that you, so that you, so so that you can continue to have this sense of superiority over other races, and meanwhile you're living as bad, if not worse, than we are. Don't believe the hype. Just because we're on the news every night and you're not doesn't mean that you're in a better situation than us. Let me continue reading with this article. The Senate is scheduled for a pro pharma. Uh, session on Monday, but no vote has been set. The House announced it could meet as soon as Wednesday for a vote on the pending package, according to um, according to a schedule update from Majority Leader Steny Hoyer. Uh, with small business owners reeling during a coronavirus outbreak that has shuttered much of the uh, much much of the economic activity, the Treasury Secretary uh, Steve Mnuchin said he was hopeful of a deal that could pass Congress quickly and get the Small Business Administration program back up by midweek. I'm hopeful that we can get this done, Mnuchin said on Sunday. Uh, Senate uh, Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York also said he believed a deal could be reached. We still have a few more details uh, to work out, he said, quote unquote. The, uh, and and here, watch this: the emerging accord links the administration's effort to replenish a small business with Democrats' demand for more money for hospitals and virus testing. It will provide $300 billion for small business payroll programs, specifically for small business. And $50 billion will be available for small uh, business dis- for a small business disaster fund. Additionally, it will bring $75 billion for hospitals and $25 billion for testing, according to those involved in the talks. Did you hear what I just said? The Democrats demanded that there be $350 billion for truly small business. Do you know that most, let me tell you how this works. A many, there, there's a, a large number of multimillionaires in this country that have themselves set up from a tax perspective as an LLC or as a, or as a, uh, uh, as a, as a sole prop, some type of S corp. And there, and I read another article, and I'll put it in the links on YouTube and Facebook. I was reading another article that forty thousand millionaires got one point six, an average of one point six million dollars each in relief because they had themselves set up like S corps, or L, they had themselves set up as an LLC. <clears throat> the problem with that is. The Republicans knew that and they fought tooth and nail and Donald Trump stood in that press conference three weeks ago before they passed this and said to all of us that the Democrats were playing politics. The Democrats are not playing politics. They were trying to protect people because the Republican Party is only after putting money in the putting money in the hands and in the pockets of those who buy them jets and send them on luxurious vacations. There is a difference between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. And I say this all the time, and I'm going to say it over and over and over again on this show. There is a difference between a party that, yes, takes advantage of you, takes you for granted, but then another political party that wakes up in the morning with the distinct intention of ruining your life. Those are not the same. (laughs) Those are not the same. Yes, sometimes the Democratic Party takes for granted the black vote. Yes, sometimes they take us for granted. But that is not the same as a political party that gets up in the morning looking 
to disenfranchise you, looking to harm you in some way. They, those are not the same. Those are not the same. And until we get to the point where we understand that those are not the same and stop pretending like they are, we're going to be spinning our wheels in the mud. Small business can't couldn't get their hands on that three hundred and fifty billion dollars that was supposed to be in the CARES Act because forty thousand millionaires got one point six million dollars on average and because Ruth Chris got sixteen million. This is not how this is supposed to be. And this happens when the president of the United States fires the inspector general because he already knew what time it was. They knew they had to get a hold of that money without having any eyeballs on it. And y'all, you have got to follow the money. You've got to follow how this works. You got to stay connected. You got to stay in tune because if you don't, we are doomed. When I come back, we're going to talk about a story about Bernie Sanders supporters still not being willing to support Joe Biden. This is after Bernie Sanders gave him a full-throated endorsement and said that he would get on the campaign trail, get on the stump for Joe Biden. Notice he did not do that for Hillary, but he's willing to do it for Joe. Stay right there. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JKLM Radio. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you Bernie Sanders supporters. Don't go nowhere. Stay right there. Before I die, got
is going down every Monday night from 7.15 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio on the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your host, Lady J. Tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business. See what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts. And get your business banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bangers, stay ready. We all know a girl can never have too many shoes. So for all of the latest and hottest styles, check out Shoes Galore, owned by Monica Brown. Connect with them via Facebook at Shoes Galore. That's S-H-O-E-Z, Galore, the fashion your feet deserve. Oh 
listen to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. Thank you for coming back for our last segment. You can get the JQLM Radio app by going to the Google Play Store and searching for JQLM, or you can go to the TuneIn app, Streamer, uh, iHeartRadio, and search for JQLM. Anywhere that you get radio, you can get us uh, by simply searching for JQLM. You can also find JQLM on all your social media platforms by searching for JQLM. LM, not only my show, but other shows just like it. Media for black folks by black folks. This is your big brother, your little brother, your godson, your grandson, your old summer fling. <laughs> Whoever I am to you, hopefully I was good to you. <laughs> hopefully I was nice. <laughs> You're listening to That's Good Talk with Kendall Wyatt on JQL Radio. Whoever I am to you, your cousin, whoever, thank you for spending some of your day with me. Um, it's my first day back officially on the radio, and I'm so glad to be back, y'all. I'm excited, man. And uh, those of you that are on Facebook that been uh, kind of rocking with me, I just appreci- I appreciate you all for uh, rocking with me like you have. Um, you guys have been so supportive um, on uh, Facebook, and uh, and now YouTube is starting to come online, and we're um, a little over 400 subscribers on YouTube, and I want, and I've only been, it's only kind of been, uh, we've been trying to push that for about two weeks now, but help me get to 1,000 subscribers on, on YouTube. Help me get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Help me get to 1,000 uh, subscribes on, uh, or 1,000 follows on Facebook. Help me, y'all. Come on, help me. Help me. I feel like I'm a preacher taking up an offering. Come on, help me. I'm trying to get the word out. All right? In the last segment, I want to talk about this. I want to talk to the Bernie Sanders supporters out there. Because we are two weeks now, or a week and a half removed from Bernie Sanders um, stepping away from the presidential campaign. We are about a month and a half away from him getting waxed two weeks in a row. And, I t- and, and listen, y'all. If you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, I get it. But understand this. Bernie Sanders was a flawed candidate. And you guys will say that's not true, Kendall. He wasn't he wasn't a flawed. Yes, he was. He was a flawed candidate. <laughs> He's flawed for a number of reasons. He scares he scares independent voters. He doesn't bring independent voters in. He scares them away. I don't think Bernie Sanders is a bad guy. I don't have a problem with Medicare for all. I don't have a, a problem with a lot of his platform. But he was a flawed candidate. You can't go around, like I told y'all the other on Friday, you can't go around talking about Fidel Castro. You can't go around talking about Fidel Castro and think you're going to win the state of Florida. <laughs> and you need to win the state of Florida this time around to be the president of the United States. You need Florida. If you win Florida, you can lose Ohio and Wisconsin. If you win Florida, if you win Florida, you can lose Michigan and Wisconsin. If you win Florida, if you win Florida, you can afford to lose Pennsylvania. If you have Florida and you cannot win Florida when 15 to 18 percent of their electorate is Cuban talking about how great a guy was who slaughtered their grandparents put them in jail and some of their grandparents just simply because they spoke out against Castro spent life in prison. That's a flaw. <laughs> that is a flaw. And here's, here's more proof. And I said this before I said this Friday and I've been saying it on the Facebook video blogs. Those of you that are listening on you on uh, JQLM radio on, on the video blogs. I've been saying this in, in Iowa, he got 26% of the vote. In New Hampshire, he got 32% of the vote. In Nevada, he got 40% of the vote. In South Carolina, he got 15% of the vote. If you take all those numbers and average them together, you'll get an average of 33%. In California, the most progressive state in the country, the most progressive state in the country, he got 36% of the vote. However, Joe Biden blew him out in Texas, blew him out in Tennessee, blew him out in North Carolina, blew him out in Arkansas, blew him out in Michigan, and was going to blow, blew him out in South Carolina, was going to blow him out in Georgia and Florida until Bernie Sanders realized that there was no path for him. So he stepped aside. And the reason why that's important is because 
Joe Biden appeals to the type of voters that we need to take back the White House. You need the white guy who's 58 years old who works at some works a labor job somewhere. Maybe he works for a casting company that makes uh, aluminum casting aluminum casts for engine blocks. Or maybe he uh, works in the distribution center for CVS somewhere in Ohio. But you need that guy to take back the White House. And Bernie Sanders lost that guy in a lar- at, at a large at an alarming level. Joe Biden comes in, and here's the thing, and those of you that say that President Obama, and I said this before, that President Obama jumped in there and the Democratic establishment took out Bernie Sanders. Y'all, listen. President Obama, as I said Friday, is a political savant. President Obama is a political savant. He won the presidency, which is the hardest thing to do probably in this country, is to win and then and, and to be president. He won it twice as a black man, both times in blowouts. He is a political savant. Hear ye him. <laughs> it's no different from the disciples when they're up on the mountain transfiguration. Jesus starts holding a conversation with God. And then, and then the prophets of old show up and they say, let's build temporary shelters for all three of these guys. And God said, wait a minute. They only here because of him. <laughs> hear ye him. The Democratic Party had, had had two successful runs at the presidency because of Barack Obama. We should hear him. He saw the same things that I'm talking about. He saw that that Bernie Sanders was consistently only getting 33% of support in the Democratic Party. That meant that whole time that 67% of us did not want Bernie Sanders. And then when other candidates got out and it was a two-person race, when he went head-to-head with Hillary, he was getting 49 and 50% of the, of the vote. When he went head-to-head with Joe Biden, he got the same 33%. That means he has 33% support in the Democratic Party. Y'all, that's okay. That is okay. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there, there, are, uh, there, there are articles like this. This is from The Guardian. And this, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The title of this article is, I Ain't Voting Till Black Lives Matter. What does an activist radical strategy mean for 2020? This is from William Cooper, uh, Wilbert Cooper of uh, The Guardian. It's in the link on the Facebook page and on the YouTube page. It says this. Death was the catalyst for Walter Hawk Newsom's most contentious idea. It came to him during the last few days of July in 2016. This was the week that a Minnesota police officer shot 32-year-old Philando Castillo five times and killed him in his car. An off-duty New York uh, police officer killed 37-year-old Delron Dempsey in front of his family. And two Louisiana cops fatally shot uh, Alton Sterling six times. Now, y'all, and I know this, a lot has happened, but those three deaths happened in the same week. (sighs) These extrajudicial slangs... Uh, uh, bedeviled uh, Newsom, who spent his youth being terrorized by the NYPD in the Bronx, despite uh, Democratic politicians he had uh, canvassed and campaigned for, from Bloomberg before his stop and first days to Barack Obama, the situation didn't seem to get better. Blacks were be- still being killed by the police at a disproportionate rate. On that on that dog day of summer, Newsom decided to take a walk beginning in Lower Manhattan near Wall Street. By the time he Got, had gotten uptown sweaty and crying he arrived at a at a conclusion that might have been that that might have seemed incongru uh, uh, in, unconscionable excuse me but was grounded in its own fascinating logic i thought to myself forget this black people shouldn't vote the sentiment blossomed into i ain't voting until black lives matter a meteoric and strange campaign during the 2016 presidential election in which Newsom and a cadre of activists 
implored blacks to withhold their vote until a candidate adopted policies against police brutality, such as independent prosecutors for police misconduct and jail time for cops who falsified reports. It's a campaign that Newsom said has been vindicated by the by the country's embrace of progressive politics in recent years. But would it apply to this year's election? Let me tell you something. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. But the only way a wheel squeaks is when it turns. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. Hear me. But the only way the squeaky wheel will get oil is if the wheel turns. Because you don't know it's you don't know the wheel is squeaky to oil it until it moves. Y'all. You have got to vote. The squeaky wheel does get the oil, but the squeaky wheel only gets the oil when it turns. If the wheel doesn't turn, no one knows that it's squeaking and that it needs oil. Kendall, they know they know we deal with it in our community. I ain't buying that. They know exactly what's going on in our community. They know exactly what we deal with. Do they? Do you expect 60 and 70 and late 50s year old white people to understand what, what it's like to be black in America? Do you expect... People in their late 50s, 60s, and early 70s, do you expect them to understand what it's like to be a brown person in this country? Do you expect a 65-year-old white man to understand what it's like to be a woman? Do you expect a 65-year-old old white man or woman to know what it's like to be in your 20s in this country? Because when they were in their 20s, this was a different country. But the squeaky wheel gets the oil, yes. But only when it turns. If you don't vote, they won't come in. If you vote, if you vote on policies. One thing I'll give Katri Dickens, my big brother who was on the show on the pre-taping on Friday, who is going to be our weekly guest every Wednesday. He will co-host with me. That That's good, Dr. Kendall Wyatt. He made a good point on Friday in our discussion in, in the, the pre-taping. He said, and those of you that are on JQLM Radio, if you want to see that full uh, that full interaction with uh, Pastor Katrina Dickson, uh, Dickens excuse me, of the um, Martindale Church of Christ here in Indianapolis, you can simply go to my Facebook page. What he said is he votes strictly on policy, period. Now, he is a conservative, but he said he votes on policy, period. But the key is he votes on policy. You can't get policy to change if you don't vote. That's like, listen, you can, y'all, you cannot get what you need. The and Unfortunately. The only way for us to get what we need, whether you're a young person in this country, black, white, or indifferent, or if you're a minority in this country, black, brown, yellow, red, if you're a woman or if you're gay in this country, if you're not a white man that's 62 years old, the only way you're going to be heard in this country, this country was built by and for 65-year-old white men. If you're a 65-year-old white man in this country and you're not excelling, I don't know what to tell you because this was set up for you to succeed. The rest of us have to vote. The rest of us, the rest of us get our voices heard by voting. If you vote, then the difference is made. You have to make a, the only difference that you can make is when you vote. If you're not voting, you're missing the point. I've said it before. I said it on JQ Ellen radio before the hiatus. You cannot play a game of chess with a checkers mentality. You cannot. 
You cannot play a game of basketball with a tennis ball. It doesn't matter how you feel about that. That is the rule of the game. If you want to be heard, you vote. If you want people to care about what's going on with you, you vote. And if you don't vote, they don't care. Your power is in you voting. Period. You have no other leverage if you're a minority in this country. I'm not going to vote until black lives matter. Black lives won't matter until enough of us consistently vote. They don't have to come talk to us because we don't force them to come talk to us. If we force these politicians to come and talk to us, they have to come and talk to us. But the only way you force their hand is when you vote. Because if they want to win, you got to come holler at me. And if we're not doing that, we're missing the point. Black lives can never truly matter until we vote. Now, I, and here's the thing. If you are a Bernie, if you are black and you are a Bernie Sanders supporter, he has put his support behind Joe Biden. Joe Biden has adopted many of his policies and there's no reason for you to withhold your support at this point. You're hurting yourself. You're not helping us. You're not helping Bernie Sanders. You're not helping the cause. You're hurting everyone involved. Please, y'all. Donald Trump is an existential threat to this country. The squeaky wheel does get the oil, but only when the wheel turns. You gotta vote. You've been listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. Y'all, thank you for spending your time with me. Come back tomorrow at 10 a.m. for more of That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. It's your big brother, your little brother, your godson, your grandson, your old summer fling. Kendall White on JQLM Radio. Keep it locked right here. <laughs>